IPA that Monty just gave me over at Tap Room. Um, it looks good because it has a big afro on it, so I'm in. <laughs> I like afros. I like afros too. I wish I had a good one. Hey yo, this is Fantasy on Draft. I'm your host, NMFL. Hosting with me today, Maddie Saddy. What up, Maddie? What's up, brother? How we doing? I'm doing great. And Joe Griff, how are you today, Joe? I'm outstanding. Happy to be here as always. Man, there's football today. Real and well, maybe not real, but NFL football <laughs> today. They were tackling each other. Yeah. I first think. preseason game is today. Well, probably yesterday for people listening, but football. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Hall of Fame game puts the Las Vegas Raiders against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, I thought it was going to be no starters, but you said that there was some starters out there, Maddie. Yeah, for, first series saw uh, Jacobs out there. Um, like I said, a little surprising. Well, they hate him, so they, that makes they, sense. They do hate that man. And they did have uh, – Jacksonville had a good amount of their starting defense on there, and they did not look it. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Also, not sure if you're going to be able to hear it, but thanks to a large financial donation from Josh Michio, we were able to purchase some new equipment. So we should be even better going forward. I can now turn Joe Griff's mic up. So people can stop complaining to me about it. Shout out Josh, my man. Yeah, Josh, thanks, man. We appreciate you so much. Josh, was... we need to talk a little less. <laughs> Joe would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome, and we're pumped to, to be you know, doing some new equipment, seeing how it goes. I'm excited for today's episode. We did some good stuff, but first a little housekeeping just to get it out of the way. Um, you already found us, but if not, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. We'd love to have you follow us, rate and review us on Apple. That helps people find us. We have a Facebook page at Fantasy on Draft Podcast. We also have a Bad Fantasy Football Trades that's kind of fun to to see. We're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash fantasy on draft. Check us out there. Patreon is a place that you can help support the show financially if you'd like. For as little as a dollar an episode, you can help support us and keep this podcast running. Um, you know, we were able to get our new equipment thanks to Josh, and he's been a Patreon for a while. You know, even a dollar an episode really helps out. We'd love to have you guys help support us and helps us do better, I think, I hope. Absolutely. For today's episode, we're going to talk a little NFL news and notes, our six-pack of the week will be players that we think can help win a ship. And we're going to do a live mock draft against each other. Uh, we'll do that live so we can kind of get some live reactions and, and see how that goes. And then eventually we'll get to the drunken trade of the week, which isn't super bad. I just, I was involved in it and I want to hear these guys' opinion. Um, first, we'll get into our beer of the day. And we are drinking Farmer's Brewing they are pretty local to us. Princeton, is that is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know where Princeton is. Not too far. It's not too far. Yeah, right. if you're heading out kind of toward, um, what's the casino out there? Rolling Hills. To- nope, totally blank in the other one. Uh, Calusa, heading oh, okay. out that way. Yeah, All if right. you cut through kind of over by Hamilton and over toward Calusa. I felt like you're going to start sounding like our dads where you're just like, you just head south and then you're going to see this thing and you hang a right and it's right there. <laughs> Before we had cell phones, I had GPS. <laughs> Start the office. When you hear the bees, <laughs> hang a left. <laughs> so this is a session IPA called Sun Up Till Sundown. 
Um, 5.8%. Joe, that seems a little bit high for a session, yeah? A little bit, yeah. Kind of in between a regular IPA and a session. Yeah. Um, Farmers Brewing, they are at Farmers Brewing. Uh, their socials, their website is www.farmersbrewing.com. And I checked their website, and about this beer, it says, inspired and named after a farmer's work ethic. This session-style IPA is easy drinking, sun up till sundown. A state-grown rice and wheat, a golden sunset color, orange blossom aroma, and fresh lemon zest combined into a burst of tartness, dissipating into a smooth finish. Uh, Matt, have you tried it? I have. Um, I really enjoy it. I actually was surprised when it was a session IPA. Um, it tastes a little bit more like a lager to me, but that smooth finish is definitely there, and it definitely has just a little kick of tartness. Um you know, it's a brisk 107 here in Chico today, so just, you know, the surface of the sun. So this is actually a really nice beer to drink right now. Um, I'm going to give it about a 7.2. I actually really enjoy this. Uh, I don't really seek out session IPAs. I feel like if I'm going to go for an IPA, I'm going to go for it. And if I don't want, I usually go for a lager or something a little bit lighter. But this is right in the middle. It's hitting just right. Yeah. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I was going to say 7.5. Um, I'm with Matt. I don't often go for session IPAs. Um, and to be honest, I don't really gravitate toward farmers because their style is not really what I typically enjoy, but they're doing great stuff for the people that enjoy the lighter beer. So people that are kind of put off or intimidated by the IPAs or just don't like the hoppy flavor, they do those nice light drinking beers. So I like the fact that I can grab this one, still get a little taste of IPA, but have it be light enough to where I can really enjoy it on a hot day, like Matt said. And then, you know, people that are looking to maybe branch out and try IPAs and some of that hoppier stuff that normally they might not like, this would be a great start. Um, so yeah, uh, check it out. I think that is a great way to say it. Like, Cause it's not, it's not a big IPA punch forward, Yeah, but it has a little bit to it, but it also kind of comes off as a light beer. So I think you're right. If you stick to the light beers, but you're always interested in, Oh, everyone talks about the IPA, but I haven't found one I like. This is kind of a good intro into it, you and know. It, entry level IPA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is, yep. I am usually. I mean, I, I I like an IPA. I like. I've mentioned it many times. I like the really big, you know, burst of hops and everything. But I'm not a fan of the sessions. You know, usually if I'm gonna put myself in that, if I'm gonna take the punch to the face, I want the ABV <laughs> too. Right. You know, make it so, worth your while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. For what this is, I think it's a I think it's a good beer. I think yeah, I think it's a definite like you said intro IPA for people that don't drink a lot of IPAs. There's a guy um, right down the street from me at Mangrove Bottle Shop, and uh, he rings me up very often. Every time I like set a Pliny up or something, and every time he's like, "I hate this beer," <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah," and he's like, every time. Have I mentioned to you that I hate this beer? <laughs> I'm like, you have. You I hear you, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd probably like this. I like it you know, for the style, too. I'm at like a 7.4. I think for the style Perfect. and what it is, I think it's, it's yeah, it's a nice, easy drinker. But if I'm going to take the bitterness and take the hop, take the hops, I, I want to. You want a little more, yeah. yeah. You know, I would love to put this up against Summer Break. Just oh, and oh yeah, kind of yeah, compare because same thing with summer break. Every, I, I'll drink it, but I'm kind of eh. actually I would drink this over. Summer I think break so too. That's day. why yeah. I want to kind of put them yeah. side by side because I, I think I like this better. You know, I was just thinking. I was like, this is a great like if you know we're playing golf here in a few days, and I was thinking about like if I want to drink a beer, not like a seltzer or something, and it's gonna be really hot. And I was like, this actually hits it just right. The taste, like that IPA kind of feel, but yeah. it's not gonna drop me, and it's like a perp, like you said, between five and six percent. 
perfect. It's probably going to make me score a lot of birdies. All right. Well, we're picking up a six, 12 pack for Wednesday. 18 pack. You got it. All right. Let's get it. Yeah. And I, 5.8 is not, not too shabby. No, I feel like some of the, some of the ones are like 4.8, 5, 5.2. Like that's, it's not bad. Such a bummer when you see it in the fours, when you buy a six pack, you're like, oh, I know. Right. <laughs> what am I doing so here? so full by the time I catch <laughs> yeah. a buzz. God, and that is, yeah. <laughs> Totally, that is the thing. It's right, like, God, by the time you drank it, all, your first bathroom break, you can feel the ABV leaving. You're like, oh, I'm sober now. <laughs> I'm, I'm Great job, hit. farmers. Yeah. Also, shout out farmers. They got their new place in Marion Park. I don't. That's think, right. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 They mentioned just that yeah. The restaurant. That's awesome. Just last week, I think yeah, it looks very week. cool. A lot of outdoor seating. Heard really um, good things. Yeah, yeah. got to check it out. All the guys I've dealt with with farmers are awesome guys. Too. Absolutely, guys, except for know, Garth. That guy sucks. Well, obviously. <laughs> But everybody else that I work with, they're I got to make sure Garth listens to this for that. <laughs> Otherwise, I sound like an asshole. I really like Garth. That's my guy. This week's show is brought to you by the great people at A&J Party Supply and Rental Shop. They have all your party needs. Doesn't matter if it's a wedding, birthday, prom, or graduation party. They have what you need. They have a great selection of party supplies and rentals, and they will happily deliver for your next occasion. They are lake, lo, lo, They are located here in Chico at 1801 Esplanade. Find them online at www.ajparty.com. All right, guys, let's get into news and notes. I mean, I feel like Deshaun Watson's kind of the big one, right? Yeah, it's a big deal. I mean, so it came out, suspended six games. The NFL had a couple days to appeal, and they did that. And who, who hears the appeal? It's, I just saw it today. It is the former assistant general something of New Jersey. Appointed by, like, who chooses? Oh, he's appointed by the commissioner. By Roger Goodell. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. So I read a guy, he was like a lawyer, and he basically was, he went through the whole docket, and then he was giving his opinion on it. And some of the stuff he was saying was that I can't remember her name. I should have looked it up. The lady who suspended him, I think it's like Robinson or something like that. Yeah, I don't, yeah. She basically said that the NFL doesn't have precedent to suspend him for more games than the six. She basically even said, I wanted to or would have suspended him for more games, <clears throat> but there's no language in the CBA for this, obviously. And based on other suspensions that have happened... She ruled it as a nonviolent offense. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Judge Sue Robinson. Um, she ruled it as a nonviolent offense and basically said that I wanted to give him more, but the NFL doesn't have precedent for it. So, so Calvin Ridley bets there must be so language about that. That is in the that. CBA. That, that okay. is already in there. There is if you bet on, and that's a big problem. That's like one of the main things that public opinion can't wrap their mind around. Yeah. That how is this guy getting a whole year for being on DraftKings, and this guy has you know twenty five women, but it, it's literally because there is language in the CBA that says if you bet on it. You yeah. get a year suspension. And that it's speaks already, to the integrity of the game, which for the NFL is huge, because if you lose the integrity of the game, then you lose the fans. Right. So I get that part, but yeah, it's tough to tough to swallow. Like the two offenses seem so wildly different to me. And that's alleged. Offenses. And so another big thing is that Goodell is saying that there was no fine. She also mentioned she couldn't do that. But the way that he structured him and the Browns structured 
his contract this year. Right. He's playing for like $1.2 million. So the six games, six game checks, cost him 350000 350 plus a little bit. Right. And so the thing I'm understanding is that Goodell's like, no, you need to pay like $8 million is what, yeah. what he wants. So I'm assuming that the appeal, one, it's going to be bad for... NFL and the players union. I mean, luckily we don't have a, you know, uh, a stoppage possibility coming up right now, but it, it, it could be real bad that way because the language written that Sue Robinson wrote basically says, based on what the facts that we have and stuff you've already done, this is what I did. Yeah. And I wanted to do more, but I can't. And the commissioner is saying, well, I can with my power, which he, he technically does have. All right. So, yeah, her job was to basically go through the contracts and say, hey, like, legally, according to these contracts, this is what it should be. She's not saying, in my opinion, this was horrible or this was no big deal. She's just trying to say what it should be based on the prior history. And basically, she, no, all the she, linguistic legality that he, like, she was able to look at in, you know, what's going on. She did on. have to say, basically, guilty is not the right word, but she did have to say these uh, things occurred. She did have to say that, in her opinion, that she believes these things did occur. It was like a very fancy right. way of saying where there's smoke, there's fire. But right. We can't sure. Find the fire. Yeah. 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 Right. And it's conduct detrimental. They're not saying that he broke any laws. He's not getting charged, right? Well, so he's gone through two grand juries, and both grand juries for legal issues were like, "No, we're not." Right. So that's really interesting to me that it can be, you know, he's cleared in that regard, could still be vulnerable well, to civil suits, and he settled. That's that's the other thing is that she said that they follow for this. The way this was done, it's not a legal. It doesn't have to go to the legal letter of the law. Yeah. It only had to go to the civil level, right? Basically, so they don't have to prove without a shadow of a doubt that it happened. Correct. But they yeah. have to prove that you know you just have to say yeah we believe it happened. And, right. And so, it's so a, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It's especially between you know basically the commissioner and the players union. There's already beef. There always will be beef. And you and I were talking about this the other day. And it will never happen, but I always think in a perfect world this would be the way to do it, is if Roger Goodell came out and went to the players' union and said, you know the information I know. You guys have your you know, your own union. What do you think he should be? Because the thing is, Goodell can't, if whatever he decides, if it's more than six games, the city of Cleveland is going to want him on a hook. But if you went to the players' union and said, this is the situation, what would you guys do in this situation, Even though, because this is unprecedented? It would be interesting to see what come out. Obviously, that will never happen. There's 0.0% chance of that happening. But it is. It's kind of crazy. Like that judge said, There's this has never happened. We don't know how to gauge this. So six games is the best we can do. And obviously, Goodell's trying to go for more than that. I think I saw a quote on NFL Live that said, minimum one year. Yeah, we'll see what happens they there. They wanted it indefinite with a minimum one year. And never. It's, it, yeah. That would be just off. I mean, it'll be interesting. It, it's very interesting to see what happens here over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that Goodell tried to take himself out of it a little bit by appointing somebody else to hear the appeal Which instead is a smart of just move. hearing it himself. Yeah. But again, like you said, he he's the one that picked it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but and I agree what you're saying, Matt. In theory, that would be good. Yeah, obviously, but it's never gonna happen. The fact that the whole entire NFL will strike if like. That's what needs to be done. They're gonna say he should get zero games. You yeah. know, they're and all they're, they're basically in a defense attorney. There. It would be interesting to see it if less on a business point and more on a morality point. Yeah. And that's kind of like I was like, what do you guys think about this? But obviously, that'll never happen. Tim Patrick, oh. torn ACL. 
that's mm. uh, that's sad. That's tough. He was kind of a guy that had kind of been on the up and up a little bit, and uh, he had signed a, an extension too, and he was up. So so he's done, done for the year. Yeah, hate to see it this time of year. It's tough. He sees to cart it off. You know this and that. Like man, it stinks. Does you do you think that's anything for KJ Handler? You think he a little trickle down? Anything? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Such yeah. a such a hot offense coming in. Yeah, it, it yeah. would. You, it's come with situations that's like even when Devonte Adams and Randall Cobb were on the Packers, it's like well MVS was there and so was Lazard. It's kind of like a, you're exactly right. There's going to be games where those guys might pop off, and I think there's an opportunity for Hamler. My boy, Dangerous. Dangerous. Actually, he's gonna he's gonna cook no matter what. So Always hated him for fantasy. So excited to watch him <laughs> until play. this year. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. The Deshaun Watson thing, just in terms of fantasy, you know, you got to ding his receivers. You know, the Cleveland Absolutely. receivers a decent amount, potentially more. And then the running backs, you know, it's hard to say. I think they're going to do a little bit better than expected. Maybe fewer touchdowns, though. So it's a bit of a So you'd there. actually raise their running backs a little bit more? Slightly. Slightly, okay. Yeah, because I think they will lose out on some touchdowns, but they're going to they're gonna run, they're going to get checked down, they're going to, yeah, they're going to And eat. if you happen to be in a super flex dynasty league and you have Deshaun Watson and you want Jacoby Brissett, just, I mean, you know, reach out to the guy that has him. <laughs> Debo. My boy Debo, our boy Debo, everyone's Maddie. Boy Debo. <laughs> He's right, Ben Murray. Everybody's. <laughs> he uh, he finally signed. Good for three him. years, seventy-one plus, and uh, some some rushing incentives, which seemed weird. He seemed like everything before seemed like he didn't want to do it at all, and then now he has some incentives, and I think it makes sense. I, they just didn't. I, they didn't seem that high. In the grand scheme of things, you make three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars for rushing the ball eighty times or whatever. That's great, yeah. but <laughs> compared to the amount of money, just for how bad it seemed like he didn't want to do that, it just seems like it's not really like. I think it's like for the life of the contract, it's like one point five million. Yeah, he uh, came out and said he's like, no, no, that wasn't really a thing. Oh, okay, I mean, okay, okay, but who knows? And you got to know if Shanahan finds himself in a bind at any point this year, they're going to go back to what works, and they know what works, which was Debo running the ball when they need to on these, you know jet sweep kind of situations or reverse they're going to give him the ball even though elijah mitchell's a stud and they have trey sermon that's coming up they're going to be like if we're getting our ass kicked get the ball in Debo's hands and we'll yeah. figure out any way yeah. we can do it so we'll pay the 375 to make sure we take down this team tonight another one that i felt was surprising to me was deontay johnson he was doing a little bit of a hold in where he was going he was at training camp it wasn't doing anything wasn't participating which is now kind of what they have to do to hold out. They have to hold in. Yeah. But he signed two years, 36-plus, uh, and I I was certain he was going to leave. I, I mean, Pittsburgh drafted two more wide receivers this year. They have a history of letting guys walk. I mean, two years isn't crazy, but I mean, yeah. you know, they didn't give him a crazy seven-year contract. But I was kind of surprised. I thought he'd be gone after this year. I think it has a lot to do with the drama-free situation, honestly. Like, he didn't make a lot of fuss. He, like you said, he thought maybe he'd walk. But I think the Pittsburgh, after the last, like, 10 years with a lot of people they've been dealing with, he's just like, I'd like this money. And they're like, okay. And so they decide- you're saying he's not AB? <laughs> or Le'Veon? Or Roethlisberger? I think they were just like, this is so nice. How are you, Deontay? He's like, I'm good. Let's sign a contract. And he's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that was it. That was a I, quiet one. Yeah, nice. yeah. I, I think they, uh, that's true. Yeah. I, I think be. he just wants to go out there and he wants to play ball and they were kind of like, okay, let's do this. So that, I think they quickly signed him and uh, he's, man, I, I don't know, top 25 this year. Where'd you put him? Yeah. Top 25. I like would. with the newer kind of newer offense, I think he's going to do well. And with that, I mean, I don't know if they're 
going to go deep in the playoffs if they make the playoffs. But, I mean, $18 million a year is a pretty good steal for that kind of talent. Yeah. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. Hollywood Brown, Marquise, he got arrested. Uh, criminal speeding in Arizona. Um, did you say how fast, Matt? Did you see? Uh, I heard 126 and a 65. Yeah. Okay. All right. That. So I just kind of looked some stuff up just real quick. I didn't actually see what he got caught for. And for all of you guys going to Arizona, FYI, above 85 is criminal speeding. Yeah, they got some wild laws down there about, like, I mean, a lot how, of stuff is loose, but. How much yeah. do you think the fine is for criminal speeding? Five hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, yeah, up to five hundred. That's it. Yeah, yeah. You want to know how long you can go to jail for? Thirty days. Ten years. Thirty days. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm setting my cruise control at eighty six. They they have they also have, don't they have they have the automatic like speeding ticket things right? It's almost oh, like a know. red light. Oh, camp. do they? Yeah, not really a laughing matter to be doing this, but no, you know, I am glad he's he wasn't drunk like rugs. But I did see oh, it, something was pretty funny. It was like the. The whole nine yards. It's like, man, that whatever that penitentiary was. It's yeah. like that football team is about to be lit. Yeah, <laughs> like, All right, Michael Thomas can't guard Mike. Back at full speed, Maddie. You saw him looking good, huh? Yeah, I read a couple things. They said he looks really good. He looks like he wants to be there. Um, he wants to pick up where he left off. It's kind of been a weird last year. I'm about to say about 18 months with him. Um, I mean, we're talking about who was the best wide receiver in football. Um, it'll be interesting to see what he does here uh, without Drew Brees this next coming year. But I think, uh, you know what, his ADP is rising. We're going to see what happens here with the uh, with preseason. And I think he is going to be fantastic this year. I, you know, I, uh, I'm excited to watch him play again. My boy Jameis is going to get it done. Yeah. His rehab's looking good. If they, they can connect, man. Eating them W's. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys, that's about it for news and notes for us right now without trying to get into every little injury that's going on out there. But we're excited that there was football this week, week one. That's uh, Did you guys see that? Week one of the preseason is just this game. <laughs> uh, my favorite little awesome. piece I read today was starting today, there's not going to be a week that goes by where there's no football until February. Man, that's I, nice. I, that's I, need, I need a pack of Winstons after that. <laughs> All right, we're going to get into our six-pack of the day. What we did is we each came up with a couple of players that we think could be league-winning players for the year. We each, uh, we each picked two guys, but we'll just kind of go in a circle here. And, um, you know, we'll hear everybody's argument, and then we'll, we'll kind of discuss it. Uh, Joe, you want to start us off with your first guy? Yeah, so basically when I was thinking about how to do this, number one, um, I'm going down a little bit in the list, right? We're not taking like, oh, you get... Jonathan Taylor, you're off to a good start. Right, no, we're right. looking for guys that are kind of like, okay, you get him a little later, and man, he exceeds expectations, should have been drafted a few rounds earlier, right? <clears throat> the other thing I didn't do is, you know, like handcuffs. Like, if so-and-so goes down, this guy will win right, the league. Right, for, right. Okay. So, based off ADP, where he's getting drafted currently, I think Juju Smith-Schuster is potentially that guy that could just absolutely light it up and win you the league. So he's getting drafted after a lot of, after a lot of big names and some kind of not-so-big names, even some rookies, quite a few rookies. And I think going into that situation in Kansas City, we've seen what that offense can do. We've seen what Patty Mahomes can do. No Tyreek Hill. He slides in there. I think he has a monster year. I think Kelsey's going to get his, but Juju's going to also get his. He's going to be revitalized. He's going to be excited. So I think he's potentially a guy that could win you a league if you get him a little bit later, puts up first or second round numbers. Sheesh. That's where I'm at. 
Yeah, not to piggyback on what you're saying, but absolutely. I think if he stays healthy, and I think he, as you know, being TikTok famous as he is, I would think he's going to take being on a team that is going to be a contention, a team that has won Super Bowl, he's probably going to take it a little bit seriously. He's, you know, he's getting up there now. He's 25, so he's taking, you know, oh, life man. a little bit Oof. seriously. <laughs> uh, he's only got so much time left. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think he's, I mean, could be the wide receiver one, should be the wide receiver one with the, one of the hottest offenses, and he knows that he could get a ring out of this. And he's, uh, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I think that, you know, we saw Juju be great when Antonio Brown was there. And though there's not a wide receiver to best basically like do that, but I think Kelsey's, you know, Kelsey's the guy that is expected to do it all. And I feel like that's something where, you know, he'll be better when he isn't required to be, you're the number one, carry the offense. You know, we saw in Pittsburgh where he didn't quite do that well. He kind of, you know, seemed to like not quite be able to step up and do that. So I think Kelsey will help relieve some of that. And I just, from seeing them on TV and listening to them all and everything, I feel like him and Patrick Mahomes will have a better relationship than he could have had with Big Bang. That's him and mean, Jackson Mahomes yeah. are going to have a great relationship. <laughs> Hopefully not. And then I take back everything I just said. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I, I've had um, my eye on Juju as well. I think that he could do some good things. I actually, in a league, just traded him to Matt this week and wasn't super happy about it, but it was a dynasty league where I needed to be rebuild quickly right and uh so i was not happy to give him up because yeah i agree i think he could could be do some really good things i'm gonna jump up next just because it's the same team um clyde edwards a is is my guy here mm -hmm. um he has an adp of 61 um which is like round five damn that's so high but running back 25 so i mean he's he is going as a running back three and i think that he can get up there into the running back one conversation. Um, the There's 360 total vacated targets from uh, Tyreek leaving and from some of the other guys leaving, including Daryl Williams, who had 60 targets last year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 60 targets and 42 receptions for Daryl Williams. So there's, I don't know the exact numbers, but there's a lot of stats too that say when there's a, a heavy a high total of vacated targets. A lot of it just kind of seems the next year to naturally just go to the running backs. Um, so I think that if with, you know, Daryl Williams leaving with CEH coming in with Tyreek gone, I think that he can get a lot of the targets and I think he can get closer to like 50 receptions, um, which is a lot more than he had. He also, you know, in a half point PPR, when I was adding up, you know, I was trying to take his catch rate and just, you know, and his targets, and and you bump that up, you know, he can get up into RB two, way up in RB two, and only be approximately twenty points behind the eleventh, twelfth place running back. Um, and then also, we just found out kind of late, but he had his gallbladder removed last off season. You were telling me that. He got down, he said he got down to 160 pounds, mm. and he plays at 205. Yeah, wow. Damn. So he was saying, like, he wasn't able to hardly do anything over the summer. Like, yeah. he didn't, he showed up to camp, like, not in any type of shape, not type of anything. Um, this was before last season. Before last season. Oh, not but right I'm now, not I'm saying, okay, no, 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 just no, no, sure, just no, no. But I'm saying that for last season, he wasn't healthy, like, yeah. going into it, and he didn't get you know he didn't get all his conditioning back until late into the season 
Um, also, year one, he uh, was close to about the 800-yard rushing. Last year, he fell way down to like 400. I mean, if he can get up to back to his rookie year, which, I mean, he was a rookie, somewhere in the 800, and still get 50 receptions, I mean, he could he, – and that's, that's all light for, you would think, for Kansas City's, you know – for what their offense can do. With how many right. plays they run in the game, for sure. Yeah. Right. And he scored, I think it was last year. No, his rookie, he's in his rookie year, he scored six touchdowns in like 13 games. Last year, he didn't score very many. But, I mean, if he can hit, you know, six to eight touchdowns, I mean, I just, I think that he could be somebody that could definitely picked up late, you know, starting. you're starting to look at it. The running backs, they're going ahead of him. You know, I think he can he can jump some of those guys and and yeah. get up there. <clears throat> Who do you got, Maddie? Who's your number one guy? All right, so it's no secret that Tony Pollard is everyone is kind of eyeballing him. Um, I think if you draft Zeke in any way, shape, or form in any kind of league, you're looking at Tony Pollard to handcuff. Uh, it's probably going to be a sixty forty out of the gate. Um, the big issue I find is that first of all, they got rid of Amari Cooper, and also Gallup is out with an ACL. Those kinds of plays, when you lose those kinds of players, even though, you know, you have a great offense like with Dak Prescott leading, are going to go to those pass running or uh, pass catching backs. I think Tony Pollard and Dalton Schultz are definitely going to benefit from these situations. And I think Tony Pollard is going to have an opportunity in a couple games where where they're down that he's going to outscore Zeke. Now, I'm not saying I actually like Zeke, even being a Niners fan, but I actually think he is going to bounce back this year. But I think Tony Pollard is going to be that guy down the stretch that when they want to win games, if they're losing, he will get you those 15 to 20 point games that will help you out, especially if the value you're getting him is like eighth or ninth round. That guy's a great flex. Even if you had Zeke, you might have that situation where you're starting both of them because they both have that opportunity. So I like Tony Pollard this year. I think he's going to do really well. He's so explosive in the open field. He's not really much of a bulldozer like Zeke, but I think you get him, you know, 10, 15 yards out there. He's going to juke some free safeties, you know, out of their jock straps. He's going to get some points for you. Yeah, I've actually seen some stuff that he is uh, running in the slot. They're, they're with some of their wide receiver core right now going down. I've seen that he is, you know, not not even he's playing as a wide receiver. I so. think they're going to have to adapt with Gallup out. Gallup's a stud, yeah. and CD is not going to be able. I mean, he's going to be their wide receiver one, and he's going to get a lot of attention over there. James Washington just broke a foot, I think it was. Yeah, what was like that? that? Ankle, foot, something. It was bad. It was not. Anyway, he's. We're not going to see him this year. I think. Yeah, Tony Pollard's just going to be that guy. Like. I hate to use this term, but great value type situation. But he's going to be that guy that if you draft him in the eighth or ninth round, he will be on your bench and you'll be like, man, I could put him right now and he might go off against this team. I think there's going to be a couple games towards the stretch when you're trying to make your fantasy playoffs that it's going to help you out. And uh, like I said, obviously we get Zeke, you need to get him as a cuff, but if you just have him in general, he might be able to bail you out of a couple tough weeks, especially during bye weeks. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree with that. I, the one, you know, I I'm the guy that says don't listen to coach speak. Um, I saw owner speak, owner, president, CEO, whatever. Jerry Jones, freaking <laughs> meddling son of a bitch. He he came out. He's like, well, we just have to get Zeke the ball. You know, it's got to Zeke's got to be the focal. Da 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 da. And you know, McCarthy. I don't see him standing up to Jerry Jones. So I do think Zeke's going to get his <laughs> more so like a turtle. Than, yeah. <laughs> Um, but everything you're saying about Pollard getting his, you know, his play, especially the slot and, you know, obviously the handcuff factor, which we're not really talking about, but yeah, I like, I like Pollard this year as well, despite I've, all that. 
I feel like Pollard, especially watching, I had some Zeke last year, so I was paying attention a little bit. And you can tell, I mean, obviously they're different sized guys and everything, but just watching a game, Zeke gets a handoff, he runs into the line, you know, everybody kind of moves, he pushes it forward a few yards. When Pollard has the ball, he just zips through the line. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can tell, like, the speed and, and how fast. So I agree that, to me, he's like a kind of guy that, you know, sure, there's going to be games where he has 8 to 10, maybe 12 touches, where Zeke's going to have 25. But at the end of the game, he took those 8 touches and was, you know... 80 combined yards and maybe got in the end zone or, you know, 80 combined yards, but four of those were catches, you know, like I feel like, yeah, he, he's going to do a lot with his opportunity. And I do want to go on record and say that like Zeke is, I, in my opinion is being pretty undervalued where he's drafting his ADP is pretty low. Um, a couple of mocks I've seen him like late second, early third. And that's pretty interesting considering two, three years ago, that guy was a top three. Yeah, for so sure. So it's very interesting. But I, like I said, they're going to use Pollard more in the backfield if they're losing. McCarthy's not stupid. He's, well, no, he is stupid. But I do think they're going to use him, especially with the lack of, you know, targets that they're going to have. I think he's going to do uh, pretty well. Nice. Joe, who do you got for your second guy? All right. My other pick is Trey Lance. He is the quarterback oh, for your uh, San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he, well, so I got to preface this. It depends on what league you're in. In our league, I think he goes sooner than most because we got a bunch of Niner fans. If you're like in this part of the country, you're going to get a bunch of Niner fans. Niners are going to go sooner. But in the majority of leagues, and maybe even still, there's going to be quarterbacks going well before Trey Lance. And I think Trey Lance being a dual threat guy, a guy that Shanahan fully believes in, they came out, I mean, they had everything to lose by saying he's our guy, Jimmy G is done. They're they're killing Jimmy's trade value, whatever. They believe in this guy. They are fully behind him. They're hyping him up. And from what I'm hearing out of camp, he's looking pretty good. He's throwing a good ball. He's He obviously can run well. Um, so I think he's one of those guys where he's going to put up pretty damn good numbers he's got weapons in Ayuk and Debo that can you know get the ball in their hands and they'll just go um so if you're one of these guys that's gonna wait on quarterback a little sure you miss out on Josh Allen Patrick Mahomes whatever but and then you get a top tier running back or receiver instead and you wait a few more rounds and then you get Trey and he goes off like he potentially could your team's gonna be tough to beat so I'm saying Trey Lance you know, maybe he doesn't live up to the hype, but if he does, even if he's average and you get him late, that's beautiful because you can stack your team. And it could totally be like matchup dependent too. If you have him as like a QB two and he's just sitting on your bench, like, oh my God, they're playing this team this week and you can plug him in. You're like, they're going to absolutely go crazy. That could really help you out. And even if he's, even if he's an average NFL quarterback as a Niners fan, please don't be, I hope he's really good. But even if he's an average NFL quarterback, one, he's entrenched yeah. as the starter. Right. I mean, there's without an injury, he's entrenched for the next couple of years. For sure. He's their starter. So even if he's a mediocre NFL quarterback, he's going to be a great fantasy quarterback. I mean, the the speed, I mean, he could rush for seven 800 yards and not really break a sweat. I mean, you know, that could be something where, yeah, you know, he's throwing for 180 yards and a touchdown, 
but he ran for another 75 and a score. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, as you look at your NFL team, you're like, oh, man, I, it's like the exact opposite to me of Russell Wilson. Right. Right. Russell Wilson is one of the best NFL quarterbacks that I've ever seen, and I hated him in fantasy, you know. But it's like the opposite. Like, I think, you know, Jalen Hurts comes to mind of where he hasn't been a great NFL quarterback, but he's a top 10 quarterback in fantasy because he runs the ball. He, you know, he makes it work. Right. Right. So yeah, I think, and I mean, Trey Lance in our league, like you said, we have a lot of Niner guys that are going to do it, but he's going like 10th, 11th, 12th, sometimes 13th quarterback. Crazy. You can get your whole roster before you take him. Right. Right. And I mean, so yeah, we'll see. I like it a lot. I think he's good. All right. Uh, my next guy is Alan Lazard. Mm-hmm. Alan Lazard, twenty six years old, six foot five, two twenty seven. And Joe, you're a Packers fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember a guy. He was about six foot three, two hundred and seventeen pounds. He ran a four point five one forty. Lazard's about a four point five five forty. World the difference there. Yeah, yeah. This guy back in 08 had 44 targets, 33 catches, and 366 yards. In 09, took a little dip, 31 targets, 22 for 320. Then his third year, 64 targets, 45, 582. And then in 2011, out of the blue, 96 targets, 68 receptions, 1,263 yards, and 15 touchdowns. That's your boy, Jordy Nelson. Number 87. Lazard's, his first year, he only played one game. He only got into one game, so we're losing that. So his first year, he had 52 targets for 35, almost exactly the same, a little more yards. His second year, took a little dip again, too. 45 for 33, 451. Last year, he had 60 targets, 40 receptions, 513, but he caught eight touchdowns last year. I mean, he is matching Jordy. Boom, boom, boom. And Jordy had Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings was the guy that was the man when Jordy was there. Greg Jennings didn't leave the team. He was still there when Jordy hit and, you know, became the man. But Jennings definitely took a dip. Sure. In Lazard's case, man, lost Devontae. Yeah. Like Adams is out. He's gonna have the opportunity to to be the one. Real quick, just yeah. to refresh my memory. I'm sorry. Uh, where'd Jordy go after he was at the Packers? Raiders. Raiders. Where did Devontae go? Raiders. Fantastic. Just make sure. Where did James Jones go? Raiders. You guys want to know where Alan Lazard's going? To, to the, the moon. moon. You know, I would say okay, okay. Touchdown regression eight. All right, but. Devonte was the the touchdown target, right? Yeah. He doesn't throw to tight ends. He doesn't yeah. throw to Devonte, so he's going to go to Lazard in the end zone all day, yeah. unless Christian Watson can become that big body target. Totally, he could. Yeah. He's also a rookie. And Romeo, our boy Romeo's Romeo, is injured. lighting up camp. Lighting Romeo's it up. He's already injured. He's fine. Aaron doesn't necessarily love the rookies. It's he. It's, but he it, that's he's true, but he is no hyping options. up Romeo. Did you see this? He's of course he's hyping up the lowest. But he guy. never that's does. He, he's been hyping Lazard up for three years. Okay, wait, Lazard. Yeah, that's fair. But <laughs> he's stammering. <laughs> not a rookie though. Never. Yeah. Right. 
Romeo. Right. Lazard's second year. You're right. <laughs> Romeo, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just – the reason I'm arguing against my own team here is because I traded Lazard to Nick, and I don't want to feel horrible about it. So. so I was just doing some quick stuff. Adams had 169 targets last year. Nice. And he, he averaged – 146 over the last five years. 146 targets is Aaron's number one guy. Right. Lazard had 60 last year. If he gets 30 more, that's only that's 90. With what he, what he's been doing so far, that's almost a thousand yards. That's you know touchdowns almost have to go up right. because Aaron's gonna throw 40 of them. Yeah. Where he, where are they going? Yeah. He's yeah. No, still hey, he's I, gonna make it happen. You know. I just think I think Lazard is on his way, and I have been sending out so many trades. <laughs> I sent one to AJ today, and he's like, "I'm pretty high," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm trying to sneak him before everybody knows." But I will tell you the ones that I did do. I traded Joe. Joe mentioned I gave up Marcus Mariota in a super flex, but I mean Mariota's not going to start for long. But I gave up Marcus sure. Mariota a 25 second and a 23 third. Yeah. Just for Lazard. Just for Lazard. Mm-hmm. Okay. In another super flex league, I got Lazard and I got a 25 second and I gave up Allen Robinson. Okay. I like Allen Robinson. I like Allen Robinson too, but I would take I, the other I side. I do too. 100%. I think Allen Robinson, yeah. I think he has got a couple years of being great. Yeah. But I was I was pretty happy with that. So I was putting my money where my mouth is. I was trying to get some Lazard. I tried to get CEH, but I have him in a lot of places and yeah. and wasn't able to uh, get him in some of the others. But yeah, I think Lazard has a chance to where, blow up. Rough yeah. ADP. Yeah, oh, where, I had where, that written down somewhere. Where, uh, has anyone done a mock nope. draft for seeing where Lazard's going? Yeah, I got. I have actually right here. ADP is a hundred and eight. Which is right around round nine. Oh man, that's a steal! Yeah, I'm, and okay. wide receiver forty-seven. All the rookies are going before Lazard. Yeah, Alave. I mean, oh man, everybody is yeah. going. You can that, make I an mean, argument before. for Watson. One hundred percent. You can make an argument for Watson in dynasty. I think in redraft. Oh, in dynasty for sure. In redraft, I don't. I don't. One hundred percent. I take Lazard. Oh, absolutely. First. I'm with you. If that's yeah. that's where he's running around, and that's gonna be an absolute steal. Yeah, that's. I love it, Matt. Who do you got? As your sixth, the sixth guy. This is the sixth this is pack. Six pack. This is, this is the last off. one. Uh, you know, massive name, you know, first ballot Hall of Famer type situation. But because of suspension and his age, I think people are kind of ducking him a little bit. But DeAndre Hopkins, man, he's got a six-game suspension. He's on one of the hottest offenses. Um, I think the fact that, in my opinion, Arizona goes three and three coming out of the gate when he gets back. They're just going to absolutely feed him. He is such a stud. He's made some of just the greatest catches we've ever seen. And I know in the back of you know Kyler Murray's mind, he started out 7-0 last year, and he literally screwed it up towards the end. They are going to make sure to go to their best wide receiver. Um, I think DeAndre Hopkins, if you can get him at a good value, which you should, most leagues, especially in redraft, are going to find him later in the rounds. People are going to say, well, oh, I can't get him, and you know I'm not going to be able to use him for the first six weeks. I understand that. If you have two decent wide receivers and then you can go three and three in your fantasy league and you have DeAndre, you know, just waiting in the wings, that is an absolute steal. Um, I think people are able to stash him and are able to formulate their fantasy lineup around that are going to have just a stud lineup going into the later part of the year. And you want the team that's going to be hot. And I think Arizona is going to do their best because they're going to be going at such a tough division. Um, honestly, you get DeAndre and, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth round, you've got yourself just a fat lineup. And I 
honestly, if he's there, I would absolutely draft him. Yeah, I like that a lot. I mean, uh, for most, I mean, some leagues have a regular season prize, right? A lot don't. And even if they do, the goal is not necessarily to have the best record come playoff time. The goal is to make the playoffs and have a good team at that point because you want to win, right? You want to win in the playoffs. DeAndre's getting older. So six games off of his schedule, as long as you still make the playoffs, you're probably getting better DeAndre because he's fresh, right? He's not as beat up as everyone else. So 100%. he's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder. He prides himself on being the best receiver in the league. Yep. He, he does. Like, he'll talk about it. So he's going to come in there like, look, bitches, I'm going to show you guys what I'm about, and yeah. he's going to he's gonna ball out. I think not only is he going to try to show us what he's about, and he has a chip on his shoulder, but he's also trying to say, I didn't, steroids didn't do this yeah. for me. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. a steroid suspension. I think he's going to be like, hey, I'm going to show you clean, you know, even though, in his eyes, he always was clean. And right. I don't even don't know the full details of it, but he's going to be like, watch. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's. I think that's. This is a cool pick. I like this. The one. other thing I would say, it definitely depends on your bench size and or if you have um, an IR spot. I mean, if you have an IR spot, man, do that. Yeah. You put him right there, and you'll be you'll be good to go. If or if you have a deep bench, if you have a super shallow bench, it's going to be tougher. Um, and we'll remind you a couple weeks before he's come back to put all your fab money on him. <laughs> right. I, yeah, it's one of those things. Like he is just, I, you have to definitely formulate your bench around it. If it's there and it's an opportunity, and you feel like you're gonna have a decent lineup for six weeks, and then yeah, stash him, put him there. Um, I've actually never had DeAndre Hopkins. I had him one in dynasty league, and I traded him almost immediately because I needed to get some picks. And I've always loved him. I think he's so much fun to watch, and I hope he does excel this year. And I think on that offense, when he comes back. Kyler's going to be drooling and just throwing him the ball, and I think that uh, we're going to see just them kick it another gear with having him on the field. Yeah, I agree. All right, guys, that's our six-pack of the week. We're going to jump into our live mock draft here. Hey, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Yeah, all right. (laughs) This isn't fun at all. Is there any beer here? (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to get into our live mock draft. We're going to do a redraft, one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, a tight end, and a flex. No defense, no kicker for this. We're going to have five bench. Um, we're going to do it live, so you get some real-life reactions to picks. We'll be doing it on Sleeper. We're going to randomize right now. Boom. What do we got? Oh, Joe got oh one. Oh, my God. All right, that's great. Joe, how do you feel about one? I am so pumped. We should actually make this a real league. I this. got seven and Matt got nine. So, Maddie, we're kind of close. We'll see how that goes. I hate everything. <laughs> um, basically, I'm going to give you every pick in the first round just so everyone kind of sees where everybody goes. And then after that, we're pretty much just going to talk about who we draft and, and kind of get through it fairly fairly fast. So, Joe, whenever you're ready, start us up. Oh, start it. I can't draft yet. Oops, yeah, I got to hit the button. There My we bad. go. And right. boom, did not to overthink yeah. it. JT. Jonathan Taylor went one. Derek Henry actually went two. Christian McCaffrey went three. Then Dalvin Cook, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon. Ooh, that's early. Went at the 1-6. All running backs out of the gate. Yeah. So I am up at the 1-7. Cooper Cup is available. He's the number one wide receiver. I'm going to take him and be happy. Easy money. Right in between, Justin Jefferson. He went at eight. So, Matt, you're at nine. I'm going Jamar Chase. Uh, Najee Harris is there, but I do like Jamar Chase. I think he has the potential to be a little wide receiver one this year. Yeah, so all the the top wide receivers went, but Devonte Adams went right after right after Matt at uh, ten. Ceedee Lamb went eleven. So man, big rush of running backs. Now a big rush of wide receivers. 
Travis Kelsey actually tight end. That, how do you guys feel about tight end at the one spot? Or not in the one, but I mean at, in the first round. I never really do it. Maybe just because I've never been in the right spot. But I, I never do it. I usually wait. But if you're going to take someone, Travis Kelsey feels pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I've I, never done it. I have never tried. The one person I've seen do it went Kelsey, Mahomes, and they won it. So yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's it's not something I like, but it does work, apparently. Yeah. All right, Matt, you're in the second round. Uh, DeAndre Swift's available, and I really do like him. I'm going to go with him. So I'm going to have Jamar Chase and DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I love DeAndre Swift right there. I was hoping he would fall to me, but no chance. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley um, just because I feel like I need a running back. I don't th- necessarily think he's the best available, but I feel like I needed a running back, so I went there. Joe, you're back to the turn. You started with Jonathan Taylor. You got 2-12 and 3-1. Notable that Mark Andrews already went off the board. So Josh Allen, a little early on quarterback. Yeah, uh, this is this is kind of weird for me. Um, I I've, Man, I already have my, my cowbell running back. I feel like I should do something different, but I'm not going to because Zeke is right there, and I am taking him even over Javante Williams because I think that's too much of a split still this year. Surprises me. Yeah. Then coming back the other way, I am going to – I'm going to go with – oh, man, this is kind of weird. Say it out loud. Say it proud. I also don't usually go this early on quarterbacks, but (laughs) Javante Williams, Leonard Fournette, Mike Evans – um, I'm going to go a little further down. And you kind of have to on the turn. You can't necessarily yeah, play the cause, ADB. Because you know how long it takes you to get your turn back in. Right. And I would say that it's a toss-up between Mahomes and Herbert. Um, I got a little bit more Herbert elsewhere. I'm going with Herbert. I like it. All right. We are back to myself. And Kyle Pitts is somebody that's... Uh, I just, I struggle to try to, like, I always think how great it would be to have him, but I'm not super sold on Atlanta for this year. I, in a dynasty league, Pitts would be great. Uh, I did a startup and I took him at the turn on the, uh, the 10, 11 turn. And I was really happy with it. But here in this situation, I'm going to go running back and I'm going to go James Connor for Arizona. Son of a bitch. All right, so you and James Conner, and then Cam, a- Cam Akers came off the board. The next available, like, best running back would be Dave Montgomery. I'm not really seeing that. I don't really – I mean, and then you got Brees Hall, Etienne, and Gibson. Go back, and I'm thinking wide receiver. Keenan Allen's going to be on the half-out offense. I'm kind of feeling that, so I have two stud wide receivers, and I don't – yeah, I don't want – and T. Higgins would be the next one. I don't want to take two wide receivers on the same team, so I'm going to go with Keenan Allen. I think they're gonna, he's going to do well. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I think you would have really handcuffed yourself with T. Higgins there. Yeah. Even though I do think T. Higgins is going up right about that spot. But, yeah, that would have been tough to have both those guys. Yeah. Uh, let's come back. Um, I do like going QBs early, but I'm not feeling it with Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow. It's, I feel like it's a little too early on all that. So I kind of went back to the running back situation. I do like Etienne. I think he's going to do well this year. Um Wide receiver, you're still looking like Deontay Johnson, McLaurin. I feel like it's a little early, so uh, I'm gonna just kind of go with my second running back, and I'm gonna go Elijah Mitchell. I okay. like it. He was he, sweet Jesus. Uh, yeah, he you know he was a bell cow last year, and I think he proved himself to Shanahan, and I think he's gonna have an opportunity again this year. Um, have that handcuff. Trey Sermon will be on my radar at some point, but I had Elijah Mitchell last year, and he was uh, I was very satisfied. So if this was an 
actual draft, this was actually our, our 12-man redraft league, I think that I would go Waddle here. But I'm going to go Travis Etienne. I'm just hearing good things about him from camp. And yes, there always is coach speak, but it's been a little more talking about kind of based on health and how well he's doing as opposed to just being like, oh, he's killing it. So I'm, I'm going to go Travis Etienne here. I I'm, I'm need another running back. I always like to go running back heavy. And I... I'd like to. I would like to have him on my team, but I think if it was a real draft, I think I would panic and take Waddle. Yeah, okay, that's that's fair. That's a good explanation. I like that because this is make believe, right? 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 Well, and and Robinson is uh, he's going to be injured for a little bit too, so you're going to get yeah. ETN plenty of opportunity. Okay, so I appreciate you doing that. I appreciate everything that happened. I am thrilled to death here looking. So I went Taylor and Elliot and Herbert. So I need some receivers and sitting right here at the top, I have Waddle. Give me that. And I have DJ Moore from Carolina. Give me that back to back on that nice turn. turn. That Not is upset about that. so fun. There goes Burrow and there goes Jackson. Yeah, man, that was a turn. I like that a Oof, lot. Yep. Um, actually though, I am actually kind of happy that I, I went running back because there are still some wide receivers here that I actually like, but we're also getting close to, to the quarterback. So let me just check that real quick. No, I think I'm still good on quarterback to get a little while. So I'm going to go, uh, Cortland Sutton. Oh, he's a bitch. I think <laughs> that, um, Russ is going to cook. This is going to be the year he breaks out. Yeah. I think that All he's right. gonna, he's going to have some of that. All right, uh, come back to me right now. I do have two running backs, two wide receivers. I am looking at QB situation, but like you said, I feel like the next three, it's Murray, Hurts, Prescott, Wilson. That's kind of a toss-up, and being at nine, I'm going to get at least one of those on the way back, so they're all kind of even to me. Well, not uh, now that you've said it. I know, please. <laughs> I can't wait for it to go ping, 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 ping. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I like Josh Jacobs. I like him having him as a, you know, the third running back in my squad. Um, worst case scenario, he's a flex, and uh, I think he's going to try and prove himself this year, so I'm cool with that. That's I, crazy. He's a glad. third RB. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad Jacobs. that somebody likes him. Yeah, Raiders <laughs> don't, that's for sure. I send him letters all the time. All right, you did pretty well. Only yeah. Kyler Murray went there. Yeah, so. So, and so I'm feeling pretty good about this. Uh, I'm going to go at this point. So Hertz is the next one up, and then it's Prescott Wilson. I really do like Prescott and Wilson. I'm going to let go of Hurts on this, and I think I'm going to go with Wilson on this. I think Wilson's just going to air it out quite a bit. And I also am thinking about quarterback right here, but if you've listened through the whole show here, and including our six-pack, I am pumped to take Clyde Edwards here at 6-6. Yep. Nice. That's your fourth running back too, and that is just nice to have him sitting on the bench waiting. That's crazy. All right, now come back to me, Dalton Schultz. Again, I don't like to go this early on tight end. There's Schultz and Hawkinson sitting there. Uh, I just, I don't know. I don't love that. So while the turn is tough, it also provides a good opportunity to think about. Okay, I can get two guys here. Um, but you got to look ahead and realize that they're not going to come back to you. So I am going to do just that. I am going to go with Schultz as the tight end. And then I am going to go and get Walker running back for Seattle. Like that. And I also thought you were going to go back to back tight ends for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Not that crazy. I think that Dak is a good quarterback and is going to throw for 40 some odd hundred yards. Yeah. And, 
somebody's got to catch it. I think Schultz has the opportunity to be very, very good. Um, speaking of Dak, he is always my quarterback of choice. He's sitting at the top of the list, so he won't be back to me, so I'm going to grab him right here. Dak Prescott. Great. Nice call. Um, all right, so got my three running back, got two wide receivers, and my quarterback. Um, my ADP, it looks like DeAndre Hopkins is available, um, but I have a pretty decent feeling about Gabriel Davis this year. I think he's going to do really well, and I actually wouldn't mind having him as my third wide receiver, so I'm going to take him. Who was your uh, league winner again? Oh, was it no. was it Davis or was it? <laughs> it was no, he's there. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's there. Don't <laughs> worry. No, okay. nope. They both win. They go. They go. All right. I do need a tight end. I like Gallisard a lot. I am in that offense. I think if Jalen Hurts starts to uh, miss his uh, targets downfield, Goddard's going to have that opportunity. He averages just over six uh, receptions a game last year, so I'm going to take him. Uh, I think he's not a top you know, three, but I think he has the ability to help me out win some games or weeks. Yeah. Okay. It's back to myself. I have Cooper cup, Saquon Barkley, James Connor, Travis Etienne, Cortland Sutton, Clyde Edwards. I just went on my last turn quarterback. I got Dak Prescott. Uh, I'm feeling like I really would like chase Edmonds. I think Edmonds could be somebody that could, could do well. But the fact that I already have four running backs that I'm very, very happy with, um, I'm going to go in a different direction, and I'm going to go wide receiver. And I am going to take Elijah Moore from the Jets. I like that pick right nice. there. Elijah Moore that late. Really? Someone took Rashad Penny? God darn it. That's upsetting. <laughs> I was really hoping Only to get five picks before you. Both of them. He almost fell the well, no, I mean, he was down on the list, but someone jumped and took it. Okay, yeah. that's fair. I was going to do that just because I don't know how that backfield is going to shake out with Penny and Walker. It would totally. be nice to have both. Um, but since it didn't work out, that's okay. Um, I am going to go down the list a little bit to get Cook from nice. Buffalo. I think Cook is going to be real nice. Is I Cook going to cook? Might just- I think he's going to cook. I think he's going to take over that backfield. Uh, probably won't be a bell cow, but for a fourth running back, I'm pretty pretty happy with that. And then I'm going to go um, with Ayuk. I watered Ayuk. Yeah. Do you guys see that catch he made? Yeah. Yesterday? It was like a 280 rotation, 270 rotation. Oh, it was beautiful. And there's just been a lot of talk that him and Trey are, are getting along very, very well. Yep. And Joe, you had Trey Lance as your you know, possible league winner. Right. And I mean, here we are in the ninth round and, and he's available, not even the top. I'm not, I'm not going to take him. I'm just, you know, pointing out that this is the type of thing where everybody else almost has a quarterback. Yeah, Only you, one team does not have a quarterback. So right. Far. Yeah. You could get somebody like, like him in the round and, and be extremely happy and, and do, you know, be very happy with that. Um, I'm going to take my other guy that I think was a, a league winner. I'm going to take Alan Lazard here and be very happy with him as my fourth wide receiver, who I think when it's all said and done could end up putting up numbers like my number two wide receiver. That's a good yep. call. All right, back to me. Uh, so it looks like I do have Trey Lance coming off the top here. I don't need a second quarterback quite yet. Uh, next uh, running back, we're looking like Stevenson. Kirk is a wide receiver. Uh, Claypool is available too. Um, yeah, it's looking kind of iffy at this point. I do want to pad it. I'm probably, as a guy who likes a quarterback that's going to put up numbers, I will grab Trey Lance at this point uh, just because of his potential upside. Also keeps him away from other people. 
Yeah, it's kind of like you're drafting in defense rather than drafting in offense. Right. You don't want him in another squad. So this comes back to me. Uh, I do like Russell Gage. I think he's going to do really well with Tampa Bay. Um, but I'm actually going to draft Carter just in case Brees Hall doesn't pan out. He actually did really well last year. He was a top 25 running back on a t- you know an offense that's going to be just you know they're going to be battling from behind for most of the year. So I'm going to go ahead and grab them. Oh, I missed it. Gesicki went. I am tight end short. And I was hoping Gesicki would get back to me, but he went. I'm going to take Cole Komet here um, just because I feel like I need a tight end and there's there's not much left. I think Cole Komet's actually going to uh, uh, kick ass this year. I, I think with that squad, uh, Darnell Mooney, and I think Cole Komet. And- he, had, he had zero touchdowns last year, and um, the old man, Jimmy Graham, uh, I think had like five yeah. or six. Yeah. And you give that many to Cole Komet plus the the numbers that he was putting up and the catches have he he moves up to a give him give him three. Yeah, give him half right, that. Yeah, and right. see what answer what moves him he, up. Yeah. He moves up pretty well. Absolutely. So I, I'm happy with Cole yeah. Komet there. Joe, you're on the turn here. Yeah. So now like I feel pretty good about having Waddle and Moore. I'm starting them every single week except for buys or of course injuries. Ayuk, I'm gonna want to get him into. So I'm gonna take Gallup here, even though he may not start the season. If I get him solid for most of the year, solid stash. good grief. That's yeah. exciting. Um and <laughs> similarly, I, I'm also going to take James Robinson here. So two injured guys that I am so pumped to get them later in the year with a team, like a roster that I already love, and then I get to add them late. If I can survive, let's you're go. You're going to get a great parking spot with all those injured players. Oh. <laughs> this was, league has eight IR spots, correct? <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that James Robinson was going to fall to me. I know he was, he was getting up there. The ADP didn't quite work, but... Having Travis Etienne, I would have loved to have James Robinson and, and, and had them both. But, you know, doesn't always quite work out that way. Um, I'm going to go a little bit off my normal thing. I'm going to take Tyler Algier. Nice. Um, yeah. Rookie running back for Atlanta. Sleepy sleeper. Just I, missed him on my league winners. I feel like he's yeah. going to kick ass. I, I think he has him. a chance to, to, you know, and running backs are the, you know, of all the other all the positions running backs are the one that can come in as rookies and yeah and light it up i mean there's every year there's a rookie running back that's been a running back one just like, pops off like nine out of 11 years or something crazy like that so yeah yeah i think he has a good shot yep uh so back to me uh i've got mvs available that's uh you know in kansas city and i kind of like that situation uh it's my fourth wide receiver um and then you know we got that's funny in the app his name's too damn long. It's just blank. It just says <laughs> wide receiver KC. <laughs> um, but in this situation, I am going to take Jameson Williams. I want to take the rookie. It's late enough that I feel comfortable with it. Um, he is in the IR, but he's going to come back eventually. I'm very eager to see what happens, and I'm down to stash him, so I'm going to go ahead and put him on there. All right. Comes back around at the end here. I'm going to kind of look at like a cuff at this point. I want to see if there's anyone that might match up with anyone that I have. I really like do like Khalil Herbert um, over in there in Chicago. The couple games that he started was really good. And then you got, you know, uh, Davis Price over in uh, San Francisco. I'm probably going to go with him and go with Davis Price. Okay. I was I was looking and I just, every time I see Big Irv, <laughs> I just, I want him so bad. But with the hand issue right now, you know, I don't think I can, can pull the trigger there. 
But when you're getting this late in the draft, you're kind of just looking for wild cards, guys that, that could possibly pop. So I'm going to take McCole Hardman. Nice. Um, I think he's somebody that I can put on my roster and I can, you know, I think within week two, week three, you'll kind of know what you have. And if he's not getting the ball, I'll drop him. We can move on. You know, you there kind you of go. always need some of those. Or if they're feeding him those, you know, quick hitters behind the line and doing some of the stuff that they were trying to do with Tyreek, well, then, you know, I'll hang on to him. So he just seems like somebody that has a high upside. So that's what I went there. I like it. Joe, last pick. Yeah, this is it. Um, yeah, if it was a turn, um, I, I'm probably taking another quarterback here um, just to kind of protect myself in case, you know, Herbert goes down and I don't want to have a lost season. I really like Matt Ryan there. That's that's pretty good value. I don't necessarily want him to start, but he could fill in and do pretty well. Um, so that being said, I'd probably go Matt Ryan. Uh, in this case, since it is the last pick, I'm going to go Johan Dotson out of Washington, hearing good things about him. Yeah. Very good um, things, man. He sounds like he's going to be electric over yeah, there. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not excited about Wentz throwing to him, but uh, our buddy Linden pointed out to me that, you know, Pittman started to become a star with Wentz in Indy. So why not Dotson? So there you go. that's what I'm going to do. All right, that wraps it up. Um, if you hit the the team tab, it can actually list your team as the uh, you know as your positions. And if you want to want to recap, Joe, you want to recap and go sure. through your team. Yeah. So starting lineup, um, I have Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Ezekiel Elliott, Jalen Waddell, DJ Moore, tight end Dalton Schultz, and in my flex, I have Can Walker or Ayuk, depending on who's doing what. Quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with my squad over here, uh, Russell Wilson, DeAndre Swift, my RB1, Elijah Mitchell is my RB2, Jamar Chase, my RB, or wide receiver one, and then you got Keenan Allen, Gallus Otter is my uh, only tight end, which I'm a little nervous about. I like having two tight ends. We only did 12 rounds, though. It's true. Right, right. Um, and then my flex, I got Josh Jacobs, which I'm pretty comfortable about. And then over here on my bench, I got Gabriel Davis, I got Trey Lance, my second quarterback, Michael Carter, James Williams, and... Uh, Tyrion Davis Price. I feel pretty comfortable with that. I feel like I got a lot of depth and I got a little bit of coverage too as insurance. Yeah, um, I my starting quarterback Dak Prescott. My running backs are Saquon and James Conner. I need Saquon to hit. I've been getting a lot of Saquon in a lot of leagues. I feel like he's gonna be better this year, so hopefully that'll happen. I want him to hit just for football. I think he was so much yeah. fun when he was good. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, yep. yeah. Getting Cooper Cup is my wide receiver one. I mean he outscored all the other wide receivers at such a crazy pace last year. It was great. Cortland Sutton, Cole Komet is my tight end, and then I have Travis Etienne in my flex, but I do have both guys I talked about earlier, Clyde Edwards and Alan Lazard, and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. So overall, I think, I mean, I'm pretty happy. I think everyone's pretty happy with their at. I will admit that was a weird spot for me. I've been doing a lot of mock drafts from the 12 turn. Yeah. And there was a lot of people available that every time I was like, <laughs> these aren't the people. <laughs> this is the guy. How is he available at this yeah. value? Drafting oh, number one is cool, man. That was <laughs> shit. That is fun. You start off with Jonathan Taylor and then you're just like, well, I'll go fuck. Whatever. <laughs> I'll take this guy, that guy. I Jeez. am crazy surprised that you went Zeke over Javante there. Yeah? Yeah, that that shocked me. Well, 
I think, I don't know. I think I, I'm buying into the fact that they're trying to get everything they can out of Zeke this year. I think Denver's going to be spectacular, but I think it's going to spread around. I think Russ is going to throw it a ton. Totally. I don't, uh, I don't yeah, think it's a I bad pick, but I, I don't think it's a bad pick by any, like, yeah. it shocked me that you did it. Right. Like, it yeah, wasn't yeah, I'm not, the I'm not one a person Zeke on fan. the turn. I, yeah, right, yep. right, right. No, yeah, I don't know. I really like my squad. I feel like that's a, uh, I feel like you go pretty far with this. I panicked, man. It was like 12 seconds per pick. And, uh, <laughs> well, we were rushing, you know? Yeah. And people just know that Nick edited out me freaking out for a good 12 seconds, probably, <laughs> <laughs> in post. So. <laughs> All right. That was our mock draft. Um, shoot us a message if you think one of our teams was, was quite a bit better than the other. Or if you think that one team was a lot worse than the other, just shoot us a message. Let us know what you think. Um, we're going to jump into the drunken trade of the week. It's brought to you by at bad fantasy football trades on Facebook. And I don't really know if this one belongs on, like I didn't actually post it on the Facebook site because it's not necessarily horrible. I hate it, but I'd like to get your guys' opinion a little bit. I was offered, it's a uh, Superflex Dynasty League, and uh, I just took over an orphan team. I just got a new new baby. I was offered Miles Sanders, Jalen Waddle, and a fourth and a fifth. What year? Uh, 23, so okay. this coming up, coming up year, fourth and a fifth. But they're also the guy who won the league last year. So late. So it would be... You know, very late fourth, fifth. I don't even know what to do in the fifth. Um, but I was giving up Russell Wilson and Traylon Burks, and I denied it. And I re- re- said, basically, I responded and said, I'm not willing to give up a quarterback without getting a quarterback back. And then the next offer that he sent right afterwards was I was getting uh, Tua Tungavaloa, Miles Sanders, and Waddle again. But then he took out the fourth and the fifth, and he put Sam Darnold and Teddy Bridgewater, and then Russell Wilson and Trey Burks, Traylon Burks, like he had put. But then he also added Trey Lance. So now I'm giving up two quarterbacks. Starting. Start. Yeah, I mean, in Dynasty Startup, they're both probably top 12 quarterbacks for sure. Um, and I just, I thought it was awful. I was appalled. and. <laughs> I mean, I just replied to the guy, like, there's no chance you're getting two quarterbacks for one. You know, Darnold doesn't do anything for me. I already have a bet that he's not even going to start. Bridgewater, two gloves, has done some great things in college. Um, But what are you guys' thoughts? What do you think, Joe? I mean... Yeah, so I I know. It was funny. I was looking at this, trying to just kind of process what was going on. Um, Yeah, no, I, I, I think that was... So, you know I love trades. Right. I love trades to happen. I love the dialogue. I love it to happen. So I like the fact that like, there's no way you like I can't do that without getting quarterback back. Like, OK, so if he adds Darnold and Bridgewater to that or even one just for starters, you know, we're talking like, hey, oh, yeah. I need a quarter. I need to have at least an option, even if it's not as good, whatever. But then to throw Trey Lance in just ruins the whole thing. So, I mean, Darnold, Darnold and Bridgewater you start to think about it at least. I mean, I still wouldn't do it, but then <laughs> but then if you have to give up Trey Lance, like that's 100% a deal breaker. Like Trey Lance is better than Darnold and Bridgewater by far. So, I don't know. So, my whole thing with trades is I love a little give and take communication. 
but if you say like, hey, I, I can't give it up without getting some back, but then you make it worse on the other end, it just it doesn't work. So right. I, I wouldn't do either one of those, certainly not the second. The second one's worse, in my opinion. That's what I thought, too. I thought yeah. the second one was worse. 100%, and especially in a dynasty. Like, Trey Lance has all this opportunity, especially when San Francisco came out and said, hey, this is our guy. This is what we're doing here. Right. Yeah. So Trey Lance alone is worth at least a first-round pick and at least a second, possibly another first from another year. You're going to try and get him when you're giving up basically a committee on another team where you don't know anyone's starting. This is a tough trade. And you know what? This is just, uh, this is, this is undoable. It's you can, right. you'll never hit accepting this and it doesn't matter how much you're trying to rebuild. This is not a good trade and, uh, may not be a drunk trade, but it is, Oh man, this is not good. And this is very lopsided. Yeah. I actually replied, sent back. I sent back, um, for me to give up Russell Wilson and I wanted Tua and a first. And I don't know if that's necessarily great value. I, I, I would have been really happy with giving up Russell Wilson. And he just replied back that he was like, he's way too old and Tua's way too good for all the, you know, which I agree with a lot. I mean, I wanted Tua. Except for the Tua's way too good part. I don't. He I'm was, not he was saying that with his still perf- with his weapons now. Yeah, oh, totally. He's, Potentially, he's yes. Be. Potentially, yes. But again, the first was the, the guy won the league. He lost one game last year and yeah. won the league. So you know he went fifteen and one or whatever. And um, so the first is gonna be super late again. Yeah, his, right. his team stacked. So yeah. I th- I thought that that was decent value, and I was happy to to offer that and and, and make that. But he shot that down right away. In a dynasty super flex, Russell Wilson's gold, and especially with the options he has this year. So to act like Tua is going to be better at this point, he hasn't even performed yet. You don't know how he's going to do, even though he has Tyreek Hill. It, Russell Wilson's still more valuable, and I think that's kind of a joke to say that, like, oh, he's old. Yeah, so is Tom Brady, and Tom Brady was number five last year. So I'm not saying Russell Wilson's Tom Brady, but Russell Wilson's not giving up, and he's on a new squad where he could throw a football 80 yards, so... We've had lots and lots of back and forth, me and this gentleman, who I'm not even sure who he is, um, because I just seems, go to the team. He seems but he, lovely. He also, <laughs> he also later told me that he'd be willing to sub out Miles Sanders mm-hmm. and put Zeke in oh, well, that's for that. And I, which I mean, it's, I understand that, but it's like, but if we're talking, if Russell Wilson is too old. Yeah, right. Zeke <laughs> and then a running back. Zeke is yeah. ancient at his you know dynasty yeah. age. Practice what you preach, <laughs> right? Right. hundred so percent. It's like, well, wait, but yeah. yeah I, All I'll say on this though is like, everyone has their own interpretation or what, like when you you guys have seen the Key and Peel sketch where people are texting, right? Yeah. And yeah. the one guy's like, yeah, bro. And I was like, yeah, bro. Like, just. You know, it, this is this shit's gonna happen all the time. We're like, what are you kidding me? But yeah. like, just keep talking about it. Like, you know, this is not what I feel. I'm looking more for this, and you know, it may seem outrageous at first, but you guys can weasel your way right we, to a meeting point. You're 100 percent on that. It, there is a communication breakdown when it comes to trades, and especially when it's your the other people in your league from a different regions of you know, like the United States. Like you said, like we are gonna be higher on you know. Aaron Rodgers, right. San Francisco, Oakland, these guys. If someone's playing from a different part of the country, they're going to value people differently. So it is point to keep that open dialogue. In this, it seems like there is a stalemate. It seems like someone's not really getting the point across. They're not understanding what they want, but you're 100% correct. It is like th- some people will see a trade and be like, nope, that's it. 
And it's yeah. like, well, hey, like if you want this guy, let's negotiate. That's yeah. the point of trades. Yeah. I mean, especially this time of year where we still got one month until kickoff. So yeah. yeah, and and him and I did end up having some feedback where I felt like the key and peel thing, where I was kind of like, "Whoa, bro!" <laughs> but then I like reeled it in and was like, "Hey, no, you know, he hit me yeah. with a like, no harm, no foul." And I was like, for a second, I was, and then I was like, "Yeah, man, totally get it. Appreciate you know, <laughs> well, fist then, to well, I, I just, you know, appreciate the feedback. The back and forth helps. Yeah, you know, and and, that, and you look at it, you're like, big, okay, you asked for a quarterback, and he's like, okay, well, if I put." You know, Waddle with Tua, that's a stack. Maybe yeah. he likes that. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you don't. But, like, I'm not high on Tua, but the idea of a stack is something I would throw out as a right. trade. Because people, and th- like, yeah. if it hits, it hits. Like, it's great. So I, I honestly would have entertained an idea of Tua and Darnold back for one of my quarterbacks. But not yeah. with Lance but not and Wilson. Right. Because yeah. you're losing yeah. both right. starting quarterbacks. Two right. guys that are... Absolutely, the starting quarterbacks. It's not. It, well, and you got Wilson in the top five or whatever right, right now, and Trey potentially a top five quite soon. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be potential anything. It's just the fact that Shanahan's like, that's our guy. And he's a star. Right, right. Exactly. Right. He's going like, to be average. On a high potent offense. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird, too. So it's a, it's a team that I just took over, and it's not very good. Um, very middle of the road, but I also made some trades. I'd mentioned I traded uh, Juju to Matt, but I also traded him Nick Chubb in a trade that got me a little bit younger and also got me some picks that I needed because I didn't have picks. So nice. I'm in a weird, I'm rebuilding, and yet I have Kinda Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah. you know? But and you don't want to roll over. It's, it's you want to be competitive, but you don't want to roll over. Well, I'll happily roll over, <laughs> but that means I need to get rid of Russell Wilson. For something worse. But I'm not going to get rid of Russell yeah. Wilson just to get rid of Russell. Yeah, 100%. Or, you, know, I, like, you, you need to reciprocate and give me something that's going to help me. I had another guy in the same league. He was wrote this whole big thing about how he was giving me a great deal and then ended it with, I mean, unless you're in win now mode. And I'm like, guy, we both know that I'm not in win now mode. Like that is obvious to uh, tell yeah. me. You, tell me you hit him with the hey guy. <laughs> hey guy. <laughs> I'm not your buddy guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sport. <laughs> not your guy, buddy. Guys, um, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around. This episode got a little bit longer, but we wanted to get everything in, you know? We wanted to Wanted to do the the live mock draft, and we wanted to tell you our guys that we think you should draft late in your league to win your league. And you know, we just we had to fit it all. I had to talk shit about my trade. <laughs> We're getting close to getting close We're to game just, time here. We are is, amped right now. Whew. Like we are. Five minutes from recess right now, and we're staring at the clock, and we cannot wait to run outside. Yeah, like, this redra- is redrafts are starting. People oh, man, are, we're there. Like this is it. People are doing them. I mean, I think if you're doing it, it's too soon. It is too soon. Hundred. <laughs> uh, yes, think, trial and error. Yeah, I think it's it's after the second, or maybe it's after the third. But one of the after the second or third preseason games, like the highest, yeah, like the most number of redraft leagues are done. I did hear so. about someone who said they did a redraft league. I work with. And I was like, that's you're ridiculous. You yeah. guys are people get. Just ruin your whole year before yeah. you even start. Sure I really like awesome. what we do in ours. Our league of record is we do uh, Labor Day. Oh, it's so clutch! You know, preseason's done. Game start that Thursday. You, yep. you know, get it. You done, don't have to wait to see it happen. It's just it's coming right up. Yep. <laughs> you know who's starting. You know who's hurt. You know who's ready to go. Yeah, I like it. Guys, thanks for listening. We appreciate you all. Let us know how you like today's show. Reach out to us. You can. Uh, 
shoot, we're on Facebook, like I mentioned. You can reach us there. We do have a, a Facebook, which is Fantasy on Draft, and that is the old school spelling of draft, D-R-A-U-G-H-T. We're at fantasyondraft at gmail.com. Anything else before we get out of here, guys? Uh, like you said, hit us up. Let's get on Discord. I know I think I said that last Discord time. Discord for the really... Patreon. Yeah, Patreon members. Let's do this. Um, yeah, let us know what you want to see. We got only a few weeks until people are drafting and the league starts. So whatever you want to hear from us. If my mic was too loud, let us know. <laughs> I want to I want to hear all about it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll be on the patio next time. <laughs> Cheers, friends. Tip your bartender. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>